Okay, and so Kate, to explain the difference between a Chris show and a Lauren show, it's pretty simple. <laughs> if it's trash drama where it's they're just love mess and there's no um, mm-hmm. real goal involved, it's a Chris show. If it's <laughs> um, like a show about finding genuine love or learning something about someone else, then it's a Lauren show. Right. Yeah. So what do you consider yourself, a, a Chris or a Lauren in the reality? T- I guess kind of both, right? I, you do documentaries. Yeah, it depends on the day. So Monday, I'll probably do documentary. But by Tuesday, I want to cleanse my palate with some horrible life decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of We Have the Receipt. I'm Chris Burns. And today we have a very special Bling Empire Season 2 episode with a fellow reality freak. So make mm-hmm. sure you hang on to that. Plus, we have so much to talk about. There was the Selling yeah. Sunset reunion. We have four new episodes of The Circle. We just have a lot going on. Did you watch the Selling Sunset reunion? Let's start from the beginning. Yes, I did. You know what? It was a lot going on for me. But at the same time, there wasn't much, you know? There was... Listen, was, let's the yeah. let's talk about the um the blonde extensioned elephant in the room. <laughs> yes. Or not in the room. Exactly. I was gonna say, say not in the room. Do you think that Christine was not there because of like here's what I'll say. It seemed as though Amanda was not there for COVID and they mm-hmm. called her. Right. She had a Zoom call. And she was like done up and everything ready for the Zoom call. Do we think that Christine just... She was just like, I'm just not doing it. Like, it is what it is. It's telling. I feel like maybe we won't see Christine on the show anymore. Let's give her a spinoff. But it's very like last season housewife that doesn't show up to the reunion. Definitely. And I feel like Christine, I mean, even just watching the show, she already seemed pretty checked out. And like you said, her not being there is just like, it's a done deal. Then I went to her Instagram. I feel like she had some cryptic messages. I think she's done, which is too bad. I think they're going to, Chelsea will kind of take that role. But it seems like Chelsea's fitting in much better with the girls than she was at the end of the season. And it seemed like Chriselle and Emma um, and her Mm -hmm. were like all genuinely close friends. So, yeah, I feel like she, you know, with Christine out of the picture, dare I say, I feel like, you know, Chelsea was more relaxed into the group. They brought her in. It's all good for her. I mean, I think that she's great on the show. Like I said, I love Chelsea. I love her personality. Although during the reunion, watching her, um, kind of express the argument that her and Davina, you know, that they kind of went over that whole yeah. thing again, which, you know, we kind of talked about that on our show as well. Yeah. And it was just, it's awesome. it was so awkward. And Davina was like, yeah, I mean, you know, I think that we could be friends. And Chelsea was like, uh, I don't think. Chelsea's like, we, I totally, yeah. The vibe was like, I totally agree that we could be co-workers. I agree. Right. I mean, <laughs> like, yes, we work in the same office. That is true. I will say hi when I yeah. walk in. Facts are thing, facts. But... <laughs> She's like, Other if than I have that, to... girl, we will not be hanging out. <laughs> yeah. If I physically pass you, I will say hello. I will greet you. Yes. And so speaking of awkward, the Chriselle and Jason relationship of uh, it all. My God, that was rough to watch. Okay. Well, it was. (laughs) It was was, really rough. It was rough to watch. We, I also knew going into it that Chriselle, the reveal of Chriselle's new um, significant other, G Flip, mm -hmm. 
was going to be revealed because I had read some articles. We yeah. both kind of had a feeling last when we were doing the interview with we them. We did. We did. Um, we wanted to bring it up, but we, you know, we said, let's wait. Yes. Let's listen. wait till the reunion and, and, it, and the it G flip hit the fan. Okay. Because. Yeah. And the fan blew it like a Cheeto <laughs> all over the room. But Jason, oh my God, the puppy dog tears. And then everybody started crying. I was like, this is, this is a bit much. Like, this feels like a funeral for a relationship that was really just kind of like, okay, y'all, calm down. And even Tan was like, wow, so this breakup was months ago. Yeah, like this is... I think Jason maybe didn't expect Chriselle to move on so quickly or something. Mm, yeah. It, it's And Jason, it's like, come on, once Jason... If I was Jason, I see Chriselle and G-Flip, you gotta be like, okay, well, I guess I'm out. <laughs> I guess it's... <laughs> Yeah, and then I just feel like, aside from all the crying and all the, oh my God, it's over, all that stuff, like, at the end of the show, and they were like, and so Chriselle has moved on, and Jason was there the whole time, and he had to, like, sit there, and it was just, like, this painfully kind of, I felt like a little painfully fake smile for the cameras, you know, like, he wanted to, I'm sure he does support her, absolutely, but it was just like, oh my God, please, in this, in this. But nobody, like, um, if I was him, you know, I I guess he's graceful. I I don't know that I would have that same grace. (laughs) I I would also come at it being like, I'm going to bring something to the reunion. You want to see me? react I know. you're gonna you see know? me react right right and even to the point where the host got up and gave him a hug like oh you're so sweet i was like oh my god this is <laughs> and jason sweet. was probably like don't touch me I like, know. Uh, <laughs> please please this is don't do we this. <laughs> we it'll be interesting to see how things i guess proceed next season because it does seem as though jason would be the type to take good listings and not give them to Chriselle any longer. Mm. You know what I mean? He does seem like he would be a little petty. A yes. little petty boots. Definitely. Exactly. exactly. So I think that'll be interesting to see if they continue to work together or if it'll mm-hmm. be a thing where he's always at the OC now and Mary's just running shit. Mm, true. I will say, though, that Maya's reaction, I think, was... <laughs> I don't know if she was just shocked or if she just didn't know what was going on. I know since then they posted stuff online. Like, yeah. it's all good. You know, she said she fully supports her. And I do. I definitely believe that. But it was just her face was so dumbfounded. Like, wait, what? I mean, she said that she had no idea. And obviously she's going to be shocked, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, of co- it doesn't mean that she's not supportive because she acted shocked. Yeah, absolutely. It's surprising I, I news. It is. I think she wasn't expecting it. And she was just like, well, hold on, because they were just together. We were all just crying about Jason. Yeah. Now, so I feel like that that was more what the expression was about. Yeah. Not so much about not supporting. It was just like, whoa, I didn't even know type of thing. So, yeah, I totally absolutely. agree. I think it'll be interesting to see where things are next season. I think there'll be some new people. And I'm excited to see if there's a crossover because we also see the selling the OC trailer that drops mm, yes. in the in the reunion. And it looks, speaking of messy boots. Oh, bitch, my God. I mean, yeah, even the girls were like, what? I loved, <laughs> like, I loved I loved Mary's reaction to the trailer. Right. She clutched her pearls. <laughs> Mary's also very and I didn't realize it until she was talking about it, how she was like, well, I dress well, but I don't like show off anything. I always wear like. Mm. up to the collar shirts and stuff. Yeah. Um, as Chelsea was talking about how 
Right. She's like, I like to show them off, girl. Hey. Oh, I love Mary's like, did that girl take off her 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 bottoms? Bottoms. God, on and run into the ocean. (laughs) I've never seen such a thing. And Chelsea's like, I loved it. I know. She's like, yeah. That's what I'm talking Uh, about. (laughs) Selling the OC definitely looks like a Chris show if I've ever seen one. Definitely a Chris show. Absolutely. Um, So bring it on. (laughs) A lot of mess. I'm excited for that for that mess to be served straight up on a bladder of just hot hotter hot, mess hot mess nastiness <laughs> but I'm loving it and I, I love that they're competing with Selling Sunset you know what like they've mm. seen the show they know where the bar is so I feel right. like they're going to raise it. Which I thought was funny that the host mentioned it. He was like, yeah, you never know. They may become the new favorites. I was like, damn, if I was sitting on the stage, I would feel some type of way. Like, hey, wait a minute. Well, I loved, who was it, Chriselle, <laughs> that was like, well, we're richer, so. I know. She was like, <laughs> well, we have more money, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> it does seem because, have you ever watched Real Housewives of Potomac? I have. I've, I love Real Housewives of Potomac, and they are a later season of Housewives, mm-hmm. and they came at like a hundred from the beginning. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. I'm like, Cause they've studied at the school of reality TV housewives. Yeah. They've seen like eight seasons of mm-hmm. Atlanta, <laughs> New York, Beverly Hills. They know what we're looking for. And it's right. They know how to bring it. Iconic. So I'm hoping there it'll I be said the they same. even became like the champions, I would say, for a second over Atlanta for a minute, you know? So I mean, I they like, had Nicki hey. Minaj hosting the reunion. Right, exactly. <laughs> Everybody was talking about that. So, you know, yeah. we'll have to see what happens with this uh, selling the OC. What um, if Christine went to the OC? I would definitely love to watch that. Imagine Ooh. being the person on selling the OC thinking that you're going to run shit and then all of a sudden right. Christine <laughs> Quinn shows Ooh, up. and then she shows up. Ooh. Maybe I saw I saw her posting on Insta I think yesterday that she's like selling a house in Colorado now too so mm. who knows I'll watch yeah. whatever she does I know um, she's we just love her here we're we fans. really are Team Christine here we the are. rest of the world is like she's the villain of she's the season. so bad we're like we actually really love her and she's I'm great. like I would give her an Oscar I want to see her <laughs> in a dramatic film another one because. Oh, yeah. Let us not in forget. One, right? <laughs> Did we talk? I don't know if we ever actually talked about that on air, that Christine was in one of my favorite horror movies about shark <laughs> attacks. So DM me if you need the link to that. In other news, congratulations to Netflix reality family Madeline from The Ultimatum, who we recently interviewed, had her baby. Yes, she did. Josephine, Josephine. Riley. I love How that. Cute. It's very cute. That's so I feel like that's fitting between the both of them. That's a good offspring name. It's Kobe. very cute. Madden. I hope that it's someday Josephine. they show her the ultimatum. This is how you were conceived. <laughs> oh God. I don't know if she wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure she will eventually. I hope she does. And it's gonna be something she can brag about in high school someday. <laughs> like, look at my mom on there. <laughs> Yeah, she'll be like, my parents were actually very famous. I was um, a child. I was a product of the ultimatum. I was on there and you guys didn't even know I was in. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. She's like, I've actually been on TV before. Right. No idea. I have a reality TV credit. (laughs) (laughs) So season four of The Circle is broken up into three different batches. And it's a lot. I think one of my favorite seasons of The Circle. Mm -hmm. It's very entertaining. 
Yeah. The Spice Girls made me impartial. Of course. The Spice like, Girls. How can I not? How, how can, can I not you like not? It? And yeah. if that's what they were going for, it worked because mm-hmm. I I loved that whole thing. And I would love to see other celebrities come on and do that same thing of yeah. sweetening the pot. And so last week we did talk about the first batch of episodes. So go back and listen to that. And be sure that you guys are keeping up with the circle because very soon we're going to have a special circle extravaganza where we're going to have the who's who of the circle, including the winner of this season. Should we move on? Yes. Let's talk about this bling empire and let's bring on our guests. Yes. So our guest is the host of Reality Life with Kate Casey podcast. She talks Mm -hmm. reality docuseries. She's a documentary expert. She loves Bling Empire. She tweeted about it. We spotted the tweet and we said, we need her. Okay. And so please welcome Kate Casey. Hi, Kate. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Thank you for joining us and sharing in our receipts, girl. First of all, I love this show. I love the show so much. When you watch a lot of documentaries, especially this week on mm-hmm. Netflix, they've got Our Father, which is about a fertility scam. Oh, no. You need stuff like this to like cleanse your yeah. palate. And I like it because I love Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and they make these housewives seem poor. <laughs> they make I mean? everybody like, seem poor. <laughs> their wealth. Like when Dorothy says, oh, my father's worth $4 billion. Like, there's a little bit of pee that comes out. I'm not going to lie to you. I rewound because I was like, did she say billions? (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. I didn't realize that she is a former rich kid of Beverly Hills star. Oh, yeah. She she and Morgan Stewart were fantastic on camera together. Super hilarious together. It makes sense. Now that I know that she is a former uh, rich kid of Beverly Hills, like her Mm storyline in... Bling Empire makes more sense. So before we get into it, the first season of Bling Empire came out last year in 2021 and Mm -hmm. peers into the lives of a few wealthy Asian-American Los Angeles. What's what do you call people from Los Angeles? There's like a fun term. Angelinos. Uh, Angelinos. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going for. And I forgot. (laughs) But so wealthy Asian-American Angelinos and season two drops Friday the 13th. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> With two new cast members, including Dorothy Wang, who we were just talking about. And I think my favorite of the whole season, even though we don't see that much of her, businesswoman Mimi Morris. Yeah, she was quite interesting. But I don't understand the term businesswoman because they don't really show that much about her doing business. Her husband says, I own 28 companies, including a toilet yeah. company. For but prisons. she. All she seems to do is like clean things and wear insane outfits. I can't imagine she has actual <laughs> scheduled time during the day to like run through accounting and calls with counsel and scheduling with her assistants. And demands the demands her husband to sit down to pee. Yes. Can we talk about that? <laughs> my God. Oh my God. What how First off, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't want to imagine that man peeing in any way, but him imagining him like sitting down and taking a pee. And then she's like, go do it right now. And she made him go to the bathroom. I'm like, whose idea was this? This is but they're kind of They're kind of perfect because if you met them at a dinner party, you'd think, oh my God, they're so wacky. They only belong on a reality show. Because if you say, well, he is going to been working in business since the 50s. He uh, probably likes to eat at diners. He probably wears house <laughs> shoes. Sounds like and you're describing she, me. I was going to say, wait, I'm wearing house shoes She used to clean houses and now she is really? fully embracing this 
luxurious lifestyle and they have a son who probably is incredibly spoiled, but they seem to have like a really loving marriage and their circle of friends seem to say not one bad thing about them. So they're kind of perfect. Yeah, I felt that same exact way. I also, you can see the, uh, when he brings home the Swarovski covered crystal. Did you notice he said, uh, he said that wrong. It's yeah. He was like Swarovski yeah. or something. I yeah, was yeah. like, wait, I couldn't say that, it right. Sounds like a hockey player. <laughs> I, well, at least it wasn't like diamonds. That's what I thought it was going to be when he wheeled it up. But I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, how the hell are you ever going to clean that? You can't clean that. No. Yeah, she's like, especially it's, not with the pee. And it was just like a lot. I'm like, you can't get your own toilet. <laughs> she's she's fixated on the wrong things like she should fixate on you know solving poverty you know what i mean like yeah. like <laughs> switch, that switch it up yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> okay let's let's play a quick excerpt from the trailer here guys so this is what you're in for it's it's the selling sunset vibe very real housewives shots of sunset it's a chris show 100 percent. but watch the trailer <laughs> we'll be right here when you're done It's spectacular. This one, it just takes it to a whole new level. I am single, finally. I'm going to just tell Kim how I feel. The problem with getting involved with Kevin is I'm going to have to get over the fact that he dated all these girls. Basically, Kevin's a man whore. I'm Dorothy Wang. Dorothy's father is also a billionaire. People like Dorothy, all they do is gossip and create drama. Kane has been trying to get lunch since 2011, and I'd rather fast for 87 days straight. For the past year and a half, I've been trying to plan a wedding. Anything bigger? How come he doesn't want to get married? He wants the timing to be correct. Jesse has another family. What? How do you know this? Oh my gosh. Money so unimpresses me. It impresses you. It impresses me. It actually doesn't impress me. It is so obvious what everybody else sees. Oh, I'm so sorry I come off that way. I swear only with this girl. We don't have to be friends. You go your way, I go my way. Thank you so, so peace. much. Thank you. I hate it when people lie to me. Hey! No, I had to tell her. You had to tell her. I hate when you do this. Oh my god, I am in complete shock. What the? Okay, and so Kate, to explain the difference between a Chris show and a Lauren show, it's pretty simple. <laughs> if it's trash drama where it's they're just love mess and there's no um mm-hmm. real goal involved it's a chris show if it's um <laughs> like a show about finding genuine love or learning something about someone else then it's a lauren show right yeah. so what do you consider yourself a, a chris or a lauren in the reality t- i guess kind of both right I, you do documentaries. yeah it depends on the day so monday i'll probably do documentary but by tuesday i want to cleanse my palate with some horrible life decisions mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that as well i do love a good documentary mm-hmm. i just like talking about trash more i think yeah i was gonna say that's the best thing about like quote-unquote trash reality is that it just provides like escapism whenever you yeah. don't want to think for sure it's the yeah. best and thing I, to watch i always say I, 
I think that you should have no shame in saying you watch a reality television show because if you think of it, it's all under the unscripted umbrella and we're all mm -hmm. cultural anthropologists. So even if you're watching you. someone rip a weave out, <laughs> um, kick someone down the stairs, you know, uh, reveal that someone's been having a mistress, you can look at that through different lenses and figure out who that person is, why they made the decisions they have and where they are in the world and how we can connect with them. Exactly. Wow. That's the exact that same so, thing I was so going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Bling Empire and all of his messiness, if you will, let's just get into the show in general. I mean, Chris, what were your thoughts on, on the storylines? I mean, the, the people this season, I know that I don't know if you actually watched the first season or not. So this is kind of like your first introduction. It's my first like real dive in. I watched some of season one. I didn't like mm -hmm. religiously watch season one where I did it all in one take. I did like little bits at a time. So it mm -hmm. wasn't as I, I watched all of season two at the same time, which was pretty easy. Actually, I liked doing everything at once and it kind of keeps you in it. I don't know. There was different storylines. There were some that I I didn't really understand the storyline like Dorothy for example I loved but her storyline just seemed to be that she didn't like Kane and I never really understood why she didn't like Kane you know why because the first season Kane shows up and he's bragging about how he's from this very wealthy family in Singapore and he has like bedazzled jackets and shoes and he <laughs> makes this case that he is like the person you need to know in L.A. So mm. what's great is that Dorothy shows up and gives greater context to how he's basically social climbing. And mm. so she kind of eviscerates him in that meeting because he is so flustered by the fact that she will not welcome him into her social oh. circle to compare to housewives remember adrian maloof i think said money talks wealth whispers and that's the yes. vibe of kane and dorothy dorothy mm. is billionaire <laughs> status and doesn't really give that vibe too hard and dorothy's also the kind of person that is very guarded so it takes her a long time to trust somebody. And I would assume that if you have a father who's worth mm -hmm. that much money, your life is filled with security guards and encryption and everything. And probably a ton of fake people that want to be your oh, friend for, sure. for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. So I think that a lot there, and I've read this and heard this very much so that after the first season came out, there were a lot of people that were within that orbit of fr that friend group who are frustrated, like, this doesn't, like, you know, you should have people that are a little bit more of this, like, more of the wealthier mm -hmm. Asians. So I feel like maybe she went in guns a-blazing, like, I want to make sure I'm representing this echelon in a way that maybe the first season didn't. Mm. Ah. Okay. I get that. Yeah. I was going to say, Kane, this season was... Dare I say, just cringe. Like I the, throughout the whole season, I was watching it and I just got angry every time. Like, and just to let you know, okay, me and Cam like binge, you know, this show last season. We were big fans. We were super excited to watch Bling Empire season two. And to be honest with y'all, I was so disappointed. I thought that the storylines were loosey-goosey. I thought that they were kind of incomplete. 
I thought that um, Anna, I love Anna. I thought she was hilarious and I thought that she said everything that I was thinking. Well, that's what I would love to watch a, a reality show. She that's needs a Anna spinoff. security yeah. cameras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just talking crap about everybody. Oh my God, that makes me like you, Chris. I like I like her mess. I, I like her I know, mess. <laughs> I know what you're saying because by the end of the episodes, you, you see Kane unraveling. And I think it's because mm-hmm. he felt more firmly planted in season one and with Dorothy joining mm. and with Jamie mm. becoming kind of like a, I, I think she'll be more of like a fan favorite, especially for a younger demographic that he mm-hmm. felt really insecure and that made him play up to the cameras a little bit more. And I saw the Absolutely. same with Kim. Like Kim, by the end of it, I'm like, oh, she was acting this entire time. Like she's actually a diabolical, bombastic, cunning person. And she was playing a, like the pageant role this entire season. So I do I do know what you're thinking. And I do agree with you. I feel like Anna Shea is, a, she seems like the person who's perpetually on Benadryl. Like she could just fall asleep <laughs> in a hot minute. She's great TV. Agreed. I love Agreed. it. Agreed. I, I, I liked Kevin the most the whole season. I thought that Kevin was the most down to earth and like genuine in everything. And I thought that the Kevin and Kim romance had moments that I thought were really cute, but I'm like, what's going on? Like he's being so nice. He had sex with a girl two weeks before you went on a date. So you are going to lose. Like, I didn't understand why she was so mad. And then a lie detector test. Absolutely not in a million, like never. I could tell she just wasn't into him from, from the jump. She's like, Oh, we're friends. I don't really want to do this. And then, You know, then by the end, she's asking for a lie detector test. Like, come on, bro. You don't have to push that hard to date somebody. And I thought that the whole Kane dynamic was weird. And then she was like, are you and Kane sleeping? Are you bi? Like, it was just like, okay, this is just, this is getting out of hand. (laughs) That was weird. Getting out of hand. I did have like maybe a slight feeling that maybe Kane had some kind of crush or feelings for Kevin. And listen, I, I am a a uh, gay man that has straight male friends and I've also had straight male friends that I've totally had crushes on mm-hmm. and like you know it just comes with the territory but it did seem that him bringing up this stuff was just to end a relationship before it began mm-hmm. just to kind of end it like it wasn't yeah. good tea to give her I felt yeah and I felt like Kane was really just kind of and I know I'm like harping on Kane but I mean, he was just like really snaking his way around y'all and it was upsetting me and my homegirls, okay? Because, (laughs) you know, and I just, the fact that he would like go to someone's face, have a conversation with them and then turn around and share that and then just kind of do all these snaky things. For example, Cherie, the whole storyline with Cherie and her husband having a whole side family. We didn't even see her. We saw her like twice in the episode. I don't even think she said anything. <laughs> so I was like I got uh, the impression that when that information got out is when mm-hmm. is that's when we stopped really seeing them. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. wonder if that came out and it was like she didn't want to be on camera yeah. anymore and didn't want mm-hmm. that story to be out there because yeah. I did think that I the whole time I was like wait which one? Because we haven't gone back to them. I like want to know so much more about her life. I mean, that gives you a window into that wealth. When they film at her house, she'll have a chef there, like a butler. She, You can tell every piece of clothing, every accessory is luxury, luxury, luxury. 
And I just have to say, not a line on her face. The most exquisite skin. Mm-hmm. She almost looks like a like a a doll. She's so perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is that to your point? That is the bummer because I think that story is so fascinating. It did seem like someone was trying to do her d- dirty. Yeah, oh, totally. Absolutely. Especially if he was divorced. I mean, it didn't prove anything when they were like, "Well, they got divorced in 2016, the same year that she had the baby." I'm like, people separate divorces take a long time to mm-hmm. finalize. Like yeah. the divorce proceedings probably started before 2016 if it happened in 2016. <laughs> but regardless, so yeah, we see a lot of Kevin and Kim this season. I feel like they were pretty much the biggest storyline and Kevin opened up about his sobriety journey. Kim was still super hot and cold with him the whole time. Just to remind everyone, first she blows him off on that date completely, just ghosts him on a date where he has a private chef. Then seemed jealous at the dinner when Jasmine was like hitting on him and feeling his arms which I was like girl you gotta stop like <laughs> that's not pick pick which one you want to be pick <laughs> and then of course the lie detector test so I mean I think we all kind of feel the same way that the relationship was doomed from the get do y'all think mm-hmm. that was a prop glass that Kevin broke because ain't no way like he was that upset I wonder if it was like a hard plastic <laughs> oh, like those solo cups, like like but... yeah, because there was no blood. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right. Like, if you crush a glass like that, you would be like bleeding. Well, I just think in general, you should not have glass while filming any reality show. No, true, true, because no. mm-hmm. people throw things when they get angry or break glasses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's also I feel like a thing for some like someone in a reality show like this. Like, it is a great way to make your point and be. <laughs> put on put on like make sure that that scene makes it into the show oh definitely we've seen how many housewives remember even in byron bay's he like threw a glass mm-hmm. at one oh, point oh right right oh, so good. another scene that really stood out to me guys can we talk about kelly and this sex uh I don't, oh, what yeah. was she, what I exactly was she like <laughs> she was like okay let's get into your feminine energy i don't know her exact title but she had a woman come over and help her to work on her confidence and her feminine energy her name was we all she know she wolf. had a breakup oh she wolf of okay. course it was we saw last season that kelly had a bad breakup uh with andrew who is her ex we think i don't know we kind of saw him peep in on the the last part of this season um, so, you know, she's trying to rekindle her her femininity and confidence. And so she wolf came and they did some interesting exercises, including sunning Their your asshole. That is such bullshit. <laughs> I am like, who was it? Gwyneth Paltrow, like, put this out there. I mean, come on, guys. Like, really? I've who? heard of this before, but I think you it have. Is- I have heard of it. I think it is like a goop kind of deal thing, like a Gwyneth Paltrow it'll light up i don't know get your asshole bleached at least you're doing something <laughs> like i she was like how does it feel she's like warm <laughs> like, i mean what? also also they're being filmed i mean ugh, it's so, so strange Listen, once you have a baby you never would want to film something like that uh, it's just, yeah, it's just. I haven't no, had a baby. No I still wouldn't want to film something. No, like yeah, exactly. No. I, I did love that she was like, "I'll do it with you." Like, so you're more comfortable. I'd be like, "That's making me more uncomfortable." <laughs> know, actually, please, like, ma'am. Like, yeah, I'll do this that, exercise alone after. That well, she likes her job a little bit too much. Um, what's interesting about Kelly is that she makes terrible romantic decisions. So we mm. saw Andrew, who is <laughs> mm-hmm. obviously hellacious, but. Her, she was married in her 20s to somebody who was 
very wealthy, but it turns out he was running a huge scam. And it was over a 10-year period. And it was, he basically, with his co-conspirators, they were screwing over uh, customers by uh, inflating their bills with text messaging. So what? like That's super, super creepy. But think about when you get your bill, your, your, your bill and you're like, holy shit, you know, why is it so high? And then if you really right. comb through it and look at everything, well, they were like basically sticking it in your bill so you wouldn't really notice. And so wow. he went, I think he went to prison. The Federal Trade Commission and the Los Angeles Business Journal did a whole uh, write up about it. And um, yeah, so she maybe the fact that she's single this season is a good thing. Because she really has not made the best decisions. But she said during the marriage, she had no idea that any of that was going on. She did marry somebody a lot older and she was in her 20s. But you you guys are not going to believe this. She said that during their marriage, at some points, they were spending $400,000 a month. What? On On what? (laughs) I I couldn't spend $400,000 a month if I was trying what? I wouldn't even know where to start. I'd be like, I guess I'll find a house for f- exactly four hundred. Well, ask the guy from Tinder Swindler. He'd probably yeah. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> if you're spending that amount of money, even if you're married, I feel like something's like, dang, we're making a lot of money right now. Where, where are we? Like, where is, is business it that from? good, honey? Yeah. Maybe I ask mm-hmm. too many questions because even like watching shows like Tinder Swindler yeah. and stuff, I'm I'm the type of woman that asks questions. There's a season of Ninety Day Fiance where the guy is like doing well, but makes all of his money through cash and can't explain to the camera or the mm. woman that he's marrying who's <laughs> terrible, mind you. Um, she like carves, carves, I think she carves bitch in his car, like in mm. Keys' mm-hmm. car because he didn't answer did. her because he was at work. But he never will say it. And he's like, I, uh, it's hard to get an apartment that's really nice because I don't have credit or like proof of income, but I have the money. And then I saw he did get arrested for like drug related charges after the season. But can I tell you something? He got a total glow up after leaving prison. And I think he's (laughs) having another child or maybe his first child. And I did see said woman and Fisa at the Whole Foods. And I got to be honest with you. She's she's terrifying. She's terrifying. Well, she's terrifying in the... She would... (laughs) Uh, constantly, if he wouldn't answer her calls, she would do find my phone on his phone so that wherever it was, it would just no. constantly, constantly <laughs> not her tracking blend. him. What? Oh, like constantly, and then she would wipe his phone if he still wouldn't answer. Like she would go online and wipe his con- like how you clear out an entire phone if it's lost. She would do it to him like three times a week. What? First off, if I was drug dealer, I'd be real mad at you wiping my phone, lady. That's business. Right? Oh, I didn't even think of that. (laughs) She's messing with his business. You know? But then complains because he doesn't buy her a nice bag. It's like, well, if he's not making any money because he can't yeah, call him, you're, not letting, him you're not letting him go to work. Yeah. <laughs> just let, if that's if that's really the lesson here is just let a guy sell his drugs. Just let a drug dealer, <laughs> you know, <draw. laughs> right. let him let him uh, work. <laughs> should we talk a little bit about Jamie and Anna's relationship? Also, the Anna mm-hmm. Christine drama of it all. We haven't really gotten mm-hmm. into. Yeah, let's um, do it. Jamie is hilarious. She's young she's like very tiny she looks so familiar to me i i feel like she's been like i've known her in something yeah Um, she's been in quite a few magazines i think and her like personality even is like she's like the Kristen stewart of the group like very (laughs) that's an interesting she's very dry yeah very dry (laughs) extremely dry (laughs) 
I want Dead her to drink hand. a Red Bull, yeah. drink a Red Bull, take some magnesium. Yeah. Like Gives you wings. Her father created the first VPN. So basically, they sleep on piles Holy of cash. Mm-hmm. What? So she grew up very similar <laughs> to so Dorothy. Yeah. So and then she became a model at a young, you know, pretty young age. And so it's like she's trying to carve out her own path separate from her parents. But I mean, let's be honest. Like she probably has no idea what it's like, what it's like to pay, a, you know, electric bill. No. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no. I thought that the scene with them at dinner was so funny when the um, actor was trying to hit on her from um, the Marvel actor. He's like, yeah, I think I've seen you before. She's like, no, I don't think so. She was (laughs) like, yeah, it was in Vanity Fair. (laughs) Yeah, that's what she said. I mean, I was in Harper's Bazaar, maybe. I don't. (laughs) Which is weird, too, because you're like, how, how does this show help or hinder her career, right? Yeah. Like if you're in Vanity Fair and Harper's Bazaar and you are you move in social circles with other elite um, fashion industry insiders, like how does this mm-hmm. this feels like this is like the democratization of fashion? I don't I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't under I don't know how why she would have done this, but I'm glad she's on the show. I like the way that she's so judgmental of the other women because um, like their their style's outdated. It's just, I, I like the young, fresh approach to it all. And I, and I like her with Anna because Anna's 60 and she is yeah. at a point in her life where she's like, I give two shits what someone thinks. <laughs> so I think their dynamic is really pretty great. Yeah, I loved her being Anna constantly reminding her that she was older than her parents. I know. She's like, my mom and dad can do it. And I was like, I'm older than your mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) We have to talk about that date, the ice cream date. Oh, the awkwardness. Do you guys think she was really talking that much? Because she doesn't give me like talk, run your mouth type of energy. It was like, this is strange. Unless she was just nervous. Because, you know, when you're dating, sometimes you just want to fill that space. She gave me on a date vibes. That like <laughs> did she? You saw yourself very in nervous. That scene, just Chris? like she kept losing herself in a sentence and like reminding herself of another story, and then <laughs> at the end blamed it on him for being bad. Sometimes I worry though if if you grew up with that much wealth, where everyone in your home is doing things to accommodate you, is it difficult to go out into the real world and go on a date where you are? not the center of all attention. You have to look. That's a skill set that I don't know that you would necessarily pick up if you had not been in in a family with a lot of siblings or where Mm -hmm. you're around people who are not doing everything to accommodate your needs. That's true. That almost makes me think of like the whole Aladdin, Princess Jasmine thing. Like you want to escape the castle and go be amongst like the normal people. Like you don't want to feel... Like the center of attention sometimes. Maybe you just want to feel normal. I don't really get that vibe from her, but <laughs> in general, maybe, you know. Yeah. And she just, I get what you're saying, where like she just doesn't maybe have the skill set to talk to somebody that isn't on her level money wise or everyone that she knew kind of growing up was on some sort of payroll of her family. So nobody's there to kind of shut her down when she's being weird. And that guy was 36. So it's like, isn't he a little old? That's too old. That's gross. Dating Creepy. Her? Mm. He was yeah. handsome though. He was okay. cute. 
I was into. I was into. <laughs> She's the like, vibe. I guess. If you- <laughs> I'm not saying like we'll get married, but if we're, you know, at like you were a into the tats, bar, Chris. I was into the tats, but again, I'm not looking for marriage with this man. Listen, if you're listening, reach out, but just know that I'm not looking for something serious. <laughs> okay, so if anyone knows him or the store where I could never afford anything in it, nor would anything even fit my left leg. I would. But that's love another to interesting go. thing about Jamie because she's judgmental, but then she'll look she'll look like a modified version of a spice girl with like ponytails, yes. but with like, you know, with like elastic bands in between them and then with like platform boots. So she almost looks like she's in the in the middle of a Marvel movie herself. <laughs> that hiking outfit, like girl, yeah. you were about to fry in that latex yeah. pink. It was cute though. It was cute. I'll give her that. It was. You were gonna right. sweat. But late. No, I, I think Dorothy said even she was like, I love Jamie because she just as long as she has her little fits, she's fine. She's happy. Right. That's, That's all, all she that needs. And the same thing with Anna. I I thought the only thing that was interesting about the Anna Jamie dynamic is Anna kept being like, all of these people basically are like so surface level, but she loves Jamie. But then everyone else kind of talks about Jamie as only being constantly on her phone and caring about Instagram, which I thought was interesting. Even the scene where she's doing the the modeling shoot and Anna's like, so what are we modeling? Like, what is this for? And she's like, it's content. <laughs> right. And Anna's like blank faced staring. But I'm happy to see the relationship, even when they dressed up as like rock stars to go to Kane's event just to be rude, which I think was what was happening. Because <laughs> she was like, there was no black tie or white tie listed on the invitation. So we just dressed how we want it. And they look like Kiss without the face makeup. They sure yeah, did. She's like, I they just sure went did. to uh, Alexander McQueen. She just bought like <laughs> seven different outfits for her friends. I'm like, what? I know. Uh, oh, to be that wealthy. Oh, I, also f- I also feel like Anna's friend, uh, like Florian or something, that he's the one that uh, mm-hmm. lives in yeah. Paris and gets her things. I feel like he. I have seen him on other reality shows. Mm-hmm. He I must just it. be on speed dial for anybody who wants <laughs> who needs like couture, couture clothing in Paris or something. There's a number of people I've seen in the reality sphere, like in Housewives, where I'm like, that. Well, they're like, this is my assistant. And then it'll be a different city of Housewives. And like, this is my assistant. And it's the same exact guy, which which is interesting. What did you guys think of the Christine Anna drama? I think it's one of three things. I think Christine's older and she doesn't really have as much in common with the rest of the cast because they all kind of hate her. But with Anna, I just don't think they have anything remotely in common. Two, I think that uh, she is not somebody who is used to arguing. I think for the sake of the show, since she's a producer, that she has to mm. move storyline. But she's so uncomfortable in those moments that people get annoyed with her. Like, oh, for fuck's sake, this is not like <laughs> something you would ever do. She just seems like a fish out of water all the time. And then the third mm. thing is, I think that they question how authentic some of her storylines are because the first season she didn't want to have another baby and mm. and now it's like now we do want to have a baby and I, I, I can understand where she's coming from but, but at the same time I'm like is this just for television and the last thing I will say maybe that they're sick of her calling her child baby G so yeah can you explain I missed that part in season one and I've come up with my whole thing of why she calls the baby baby G and I'm like, maybe like the family goes down the line, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, like every next kid is named <laughs> with that letter. And I'm like, she's C. I guess it could make sense. Christine, maybe her siblings. And then or is it yeah. just like a thing that we don't know? I think that it's just the it's the overuse of baby. So it's not the G part. It's the baby. 
I mean, he walks and talks and get on get can get on a private jet and eat a sandwich. I don't know <laughs> if we should be calling him private. And so sometimes when I hear yes, someone refer yeah. to refer to their toddler aged child as baby, I'm like, this is someone someone who like spoils their child to the point where it's annoying. I, so the backstory is that the first season, her husband was really pushing her to have more children. She had suffered a lot of miscarriages and they ultimately used a surrogate, I believe, or they were going to pursue a surrogate. And that's what it was. That's what it was. She was unsure how she felt about surrogacy, which I get. And so she had just made the decision, I don't want to pursue it anymore. But then she lost her mother in between season one and two, and then she came around to the decision. So they have this weird moment at the fertility clinic where you know that she's 47 years old and that they have frozen eggs still. At first it was like, well, we threw them all away, but we still have embryos. It was a little bit confusing. And I just felt like that's so much pressure on this couple that they're going to be hoping and praying that this works out. It, it almost like offsets the stupid Kim, Kevin stuff because it's mm-hmm. so serious. Mm-hmm. And even when they're talking about potential surrogates, it didn't seem serious because she was like, well, Kim, yeah. I don't think yeah. would be be good. And it, yeah, like that you don't? whole scene. Oh, really? You I don't. don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that. It was quite interesting. They were like, uh, I think that the best one would actually be Kane. He would make the best surrogate. <laughs> it's like, it oh just, my God. It seemed like a, a pretty weird conversation for something that's so heavy. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Uh, especially, and yeah, back to the baby. I mean, the baby has a net worth probably greater than all three oh. of ours combined and <laughs> but, then but times okay, by a hundred. But this is my question for you guys. So she has said that he, the husband is the descendant of the Song Dynasty, which was really in power in like 960 AD to like 1270 AD. So if that was still a thing in China, he would be the next emperor, basically. So they obviously have a ton of money. They're traveling all over the world on a jet. They'll go to a fashion show in Paris. They go, they buy these luxury cars like a pack of gum. Why is he practicing plastic surgery? That's a lots of real high pressure job. Yeah. Going to the office in the crack of dawn, working six days a week, dealing with client complaints, medical malpractice lawsuits, because most doctors do. Is this worth it if you have that much money? That's a good question. And I went to their their site just to see like, oh, what type of surgery do they do? And it looks like they mainly do boob jobs. Which, hey, that's probably popping in California and LA. That's probably what most people want anyway. But that's a great point, Kay. I never thought about that like that. Like, why are you doing this if y'all have this? You know, you don't even need this. You don't have to work. And and some might say, well, I'm really passionate about it. But I mean, he seems like he's been doing it for so long. At some point, the stress, wouldn't it outweigh the passion? Maybe they're so rich, he just needs something to do. Maybe. I wonder if it's like he's in the office one day a week kind of thing and there's other doctors there. Good call. Maybe. Are doing it. Also, I have to compliment Kate really coming with the receipts with the years (laughs) of the Song Dynasty. Okay. I'm like, damn. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. I was going to say, should we play a game? Let's play the game. All right, Kate, you game? I'm game. It's very simple. Would you rather? Bling Empire, yeah, season two edition. Would you rather? I think we'll all answer what we would rather do. Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay. All right, so the first one is, would you rather take a lie detector test or sun your perineum? Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. Perineum, I think. I think it is perineum. I don't know what it is. 
It's your asshole, basically. It's basically. Yeah, who wrote who wrote perineum? <laughs> it's your asshole. <laughs> I would rather sun my asshole for sure. Really? Oh, I, I take I a lie like detector the, test. The sunning of the, <laughs> the asshole. <laughs> I would definitely take the lie detector test. I would, but I feel like you're more into like a great story. Like that, that is why you would choose that. I'm also very, uh, like I don't have any reason to not want to take a lie detector test, but I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're going to ask me. And if it's something (laughs) stupid and then I lie about something stupid, then it just looks like I'm a liar. I just really would not want to take a lie detector test on TV. And I would absolutely never take a lie detector test from someone who I haven't even made out with yet and is demanding that I take a lie detector test to go on dates with me. That guy was just all business. It was sort of annoying. Yeah. Like he, he oh, was my God. That a, was hilarious. A little too seriously. I was like, how much is the hourly rate for this lie detector test? Yeah. Because can we... <laughs> and then he keeps going after he uh, Kevin, like, yells at her. I loved yeah. when he was like, okay, so... And he Next asked another question. question that had, like, nothing to do with dating at all. And he's like, I think we're good. We've got it. <laughs> okay, would you rather have beef with Anna or have beef with Dorothy? Mm. Dorothy, for sure. You would rather have beef with Dorothy? Anna seems like she could kill oh. me with just one sentence. Okay, so the backstory on that family is that her father, Edward, started a company in 1955, and it was basically defense and arms, rebuilding mm-hmm. Asia after World War II. So when they sold the company, it was an all-cash deal in the billions, and she and her siblings split the money, and she's apparently worth $600 million. So that explains Dang. why in the house she's got the guns, behind uh, glass cases because it's the family business. So, um, yeah, to your point, I don't want to screw with that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, see, I, that's kind of hard. I I would say Dorothy, but at the same time, I feel like Anna is so entertaining that I would just want to like not have a real beef, but I just feel like having a debate with her will be kind of not fun, but you know, I'm going to say Dorothy. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want... Be- I feel like Dorothy could ruin me, uh, like, on Instagram and stuff like that. But I think Anna could ruin me, like, my life. <laughs> my yeah. life. <laughs> and yes. it just makes you feel like you're not worth shit. Mm-hmm. And you, you maggot of a person. Like, <laughs> God dang. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, she, because- like... <laughs> yeah. With Dorothy, you can just disable your social media accounts. Right. But with Anna, you're going to sleep with one eyeball open. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to move and yeah. change her Definitely. dress. She, like, invited Christine over just to, like, just toy with her, like, uh, a steak with a mouse. Like, it was like she <laughs> yeah. invited her over and then just read her to filth and then sent her on her way. <laughs> it was she did. crazy. All right. Here's the next would you rather. Would you rather eat truffles for the rest of your life or mm. tofu skin? Tofu skin. Chocolate truffles. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, tr- mushroom, like truffle mushrooms for the rest of my life is seems, both things sound terrible. Yeah. I would try <laughs> to, do. I've never, I've eaten tofu a lot. I don't even know what tofu skin is. Yeah, that was new to me. I was like, wow. It's a texture thing. It's yeah. Just I mean, the, tofu, the texture. yeah. Tofu Te- to tofu, me just tastes t- like it whatever have a you taste. cook it in. Yeah. I... One time had mushroom tacos at a, a local restaurant, and I believe I was hallucinating about 20 minutes later. So I'm just going to say no <gasps> mushrooms. Oh, oh my, God. my gosh. <laughs> Can I get the number to that restaurant? Um. <laughs> yeah, which one was that? Um, I guess I'll say tofu because you can like put seasoning on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right. Would you rather accidentally break someone's crystal chandelier or <laughs> Mimi's crystal toilet? <laughs> I feel like the toilet seems like a joke. Yeah. Definitely it's literally a toilet. a toilet. It's where you go to the bathroom. So if it mm-hmm. breaks, that cannot possibly fall on me. Like you're right. shitting on it every day. <laughs> Agreed. But then again, Anna questions of like, she's worth $600 million, but she is putting the crystals back on her own chandelier. Like she cuts her own flowers. Like at some point you're like, just get a staff member, do it. It seems probably like the cameras are there and they're like, we can't just film Anna sitting the whole day. <laughs> and <laughs> like, so why don't you like, cut these flowers? Yeah. <laughs> like, like if she has people coming over, it's like something to do while they're there, that's, I guess. That's a good point because she's got that assistant Maria who does everything for her. Again, like she seems like she's on Benadryl, like she's going to fall asleep at any minute. So it's like the doorbell rings and she's like, wait, what? Like, where am I? Like, she, I feel like half the time she thinks she's in another country. Yeah. Her and the dog. That dog was mm-hmm. confused as hell. That whole show. <laughs> the he whole, was just the- like, wait, what? The big brown dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love okay. the pool. The pool that she says she's never swam in, but the dogs love. It was a beautiful pool. The house was beautiful. It's a dog pool. Yeah. So <laughs> here's the next one. Would you rather marry someone who has another family? Oh, this is shady. <laughs> or marry someone who is 30 years older than you? Uh, 30 years older, me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say 30 years older as well. Yeah. Another yeah. family? What does no. that give me? That gives me I nothing. Know. I, I have five kids of my own. I don't need to deal with other people's children. Yeah. Definitely. And I, the way this is phrased is also not like marry someone that's been happily had a family, was divorced in an amicable divorce, and now is, like has the kids half the month. This reads as like someone who mm-hmm. has a secret family. <laughs> dang, I know this is kind of off topic, but you know what that reminded me of? Nick Cannon. Have y'all seen all these dang on babies he's having yeah. popping out? My he, God. He almost reminds me of a Duggar that way. Yeah. It's like, that like qui- quiverful uh, adjacent movement where it's like you're basically meant to just have as many children as possible. It's kind of sick. He has a problem. <laughs> I mean, listen, at least he has a lot of money, I guess, so he can pay for everything. But still. They should just have a compound and move everybody in together at this point. Oh, I, I, mean, I think he will. I think he will. Oh, yeah. He's, it, he gives me cult vibes. That'll be a Netflix documentary. Uh, the canon cult. Coming, coming next year. I was year, just going to say. <laughs> All the canon cult. I would watch that. <laughs> That's a good I show. Oh, I'm going to be honest with you. I'll, I'll executive produce that. That that sounds good. Oh, you, you better <laughs> see, write That's a great down. idea. That's We're going to see idea. canon cult on uh, coming up on Netflix. <laughs> canon cult. Very soon. <laughs> it's very like 19 kids and counting. Like yes. giant house that looks mm. like a strip mall and... But instead of doing chores, all the kids have to do like improv. Yeah, they have to play like wilding out. That's what yeah, wilding out. Oh my god, I would rather do chores at this, what than watch that. I uh, no, thank you. Okay, last. Would you rather? Would you rather be stood up on a date or go on a date with Jamie? Oh, oh s- no, I don't have a problem being stood up because then you get to eat whatever you want. You can read a magazine, mm-hmm. re- read through your phone. That's it sounds actually quite enjoyable. Yeah, I was You're thinking like, screw the same. Jamie. I'll be by myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I thought when he did get stood up and he like thanks the chef and he's like, sorry, whatever. I'm like, well, you paid the chef. Is he not going to whip you up something? Like right. I would still yeah. have something to okay. eat for Invite sure. Some friends over or something. Lauren, would you go on mm-hmm. the date with Jamie or no? Um. 
Oh, God, they both seem kind of brutal, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? I would go on a date with Jamie just to see what she was wearing. We could talk yeah. fashion stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Talk a little yeah. fashion. Because she seems like she knows what's, what's going to happen like two years from now. She does. Like, she has a futuristic fashion thing going she's on. She's like, no, I swear everyone's going to be wearing trash bags. And you're like, no. And then two <laughs> no, years later, everyone's wearing trash bags. Curve. Well, she's like, my dad in, in made the first VPN ever. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. for a fact <laughs> everyone's going to be wearing trash bags trash in two bags. years. Do you think they just um, have drawers full of cash in their house? Yes. Yes. I do, too. And you. they use it Buckets for, they drawers. burn it for warmth. If, if, if yes, throw some more cash onto the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, like wiping it, like in Dumb and Dumber when he like wipes yeah. his tears with the cash <laughs> tissue paper. This was so much fun, Kate. Thank you. Yes, you were so fun to talk. I can't believe we talked for an hour already. That was so. Yeah. Oh my god, so really? Fun. I loved chatting Bling Empire. Listen, it definitely left where we're gonna get a season three. I would like to see everything come to. <laughs> <laughs> come to like you know fruition because I feel like so many yeah. storylines kind of were not there hey. so I feel like a season three is probably imminent if not I think so too and Kate thank you so much guys make sure you listen to her podcast reality life with Kate Casey wherever you listen to your podcast and where can they find you on the social media Instagram at Kate Casey CA TikTok it's Kate Casey Twitter Kate Casey Facebook group reality life with Kate Casey you guys heard it here. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, Lauren, what a show. I was not expecting to talk about the years that the Song Dynasty was ruling, but I'm very pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yes, Kate definitely brought the receipts, okay? She came prepared. She gave us a history lesson and some tea. I loved it. Yeah. It was great. That's how the job is done. Next week, we are very excited to talk about the first U.S. season of Love on the Spectrum, which drops tomorrow. So you guys can binge all of that. And we will be talking about it the following week. We'll have special guest Jennifer Cook, who is an autism expert, and Danny, who is a cast member on the show that you guys will certainly be obsessed with because we already are. Absolutely, guys. And don't forget to send us your questions. As we say every week, tell us what's on your mind, your thoughts about this season, your thoughts about this episode. You know, what did you think about Kate and her receipts? All the above. Anything. Basically, just say hi, okay? Say something to us. Because like we say, you guys are our third co-host. So be sure that you send all of that information to receipts at castmedia.com. That's cast with a K, K K-A-S-T, castmedia.com. And you can slide into our DMs with your questions. I'm at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And I'm at Need for L Speed. And be sure to hit that follow button, okay? Rate, review. We have the receipts wherever you get your podcast, but make sure you are following us. And be sure to watch us exclusively on To Doom, the official Netflix site to help find and fuel your fandom for the shows and movies you love. That's netflix.com slash T-U-D-U-M. That's right. Today's episode of We Have the Receipts is a production by Netflix, To Doom, and Cast Media. We're your hosts, Chris Burns and Lawrence B. Hamilton. And special thanks to our guests this week, Kate Casey. Our producers are Amanda Elliott and Diana Goldman. Our executive producers are Colin Thompson and Harris Lane. Our editor is Patrick Carrion. Our technical engineer is Travis Holden with design and animations by Patrick Carrion and Jeff Schweikart. See you next week. See you next week.